five, four, three, two, one. How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the Old School New School podcast. My name is Will Charles Egan. We have Chris Meekins. Welcome. And our special guest. Special. Longtime friend and resident cool guy, Cameron Gamzell. <laughs> Cameron Gamzell. Heck yeah. Yeah. Resident so, cool guy, huh? Yeah. How long have I known you now? Um, honestly, I think you were 10. How old are you? No, I, I think I just turned 12. I think. Why would he ask you a question if he knew the answer and then he was going to well, embarrass maybe. you in front of God <laughs> and 150 to 200 people? Yeah, I just wanted like, to, cool, because I, I don't watch know. Watch this guy. I'm going to make him look like Because after this, he has seconds. no facts what? to add to this. You're not 10 in sixth grade. I remember just starting sixth grade. No, you literally are 10 in sixth grade. You turn no. 11. You turn really? 11 in sixth no. grade. No, stop yes. it. Yes. You start sixth grade at 10, you turn 11. Oh, no. Yeah, dog. So I've known you for... And then it goes 11 to 12. And Over 12 a to decade. Thir- no, no, no. You're right. Well, where'd you, it's 11 where'd, to 12 in first grade. Where'd you meet him at? Don't listen to me. Where'd you meet Dude, him at? I knew it. I met him. Because we're talking about porn today, so we want to clarify that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By the title of the podcast, I feel like it was pretty obvious. Yeah. So I met him when I had, I thought I'd just turned 12. Maybe I'm just crazy. But okay. I had started going, because at this point in my life, I was church hopping for the longest time. Mom was going to all these different places, and she heard about this other church called Bayside Community Church, and there was this location on Bee Ridge Road, which was really close to our house, and I was like, whatever, Mom. I remember the first service. I hated it. Perfect. The worship video message was, I thought, quote, satanic. I was like <laughs> telling my mom I never want to go back here. I'm not going back. And she's like, no, you're going back. I'm like, oh, Just clarification, though. I don't think I preached that day, right? Just so we all are on the same No, page. for legal reasons. So you were, the, you were the youth, youth pastor? I was the youth pastor. Yeah. You know, a few weeks ago, I know you guys had on um, my... What's it called? Successor. Successor. Jordan. Jordan yes. Brion. Yeah. Yes. So Jordan took yeah. my job as youth pastor. That's correct. Yep. yep. And then it all got better after he showed up. Right. And then it all was a downward spiral. I mean, an upward, an upward spiral. It, it went somewhere. We're just not sure where went it's going. Direction. Only time will tell. Yeah. <laughs> He's a Completely great new people now. Ever yeah. After I left, I was like the last of the Mohicans or whatever. Now it's all completely... Like you might recognize a couple of the servers there, but other than that, everybody that serves is just like... Completely new faces. It's it's cool. cool. So you left for a reason. Why'd you leave? Yeah. So because you were a pastor for how many years? Eight. Eight mm. years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I was a pastor okay. at Bayside for eight years. Nice. Um, yeah. So for I for the youth. For the youths. Youths. And then I I left two years ago. Um, my wife and I started a, a nonprofit organization called Pure and Free Recovery. Nice. Pure and free? Pure and free. Which okay. is Pure AF. We call it Pure AF. Nice. Um, and it, what's awesome is how how few people are offended by that, but then the ones that are offended by that are like so offended. Excuse me? Oh, dude, it's hilarious. I this was a Christian they, ministry. Why, why are they offended by that? Well, because AF typically stands for as. Right. The F word, you know. the F bomb. You don't have See, to drop I the didn't F even, bomb. Didn't See, even didn't know. know. Doesn't bother him. Doesn't bother me. Doesn't As bother Will will, you're just old, Meekins. Yeah, you're just you just don't understand what's going on. But I mean, this is where I don't know. It was strategic because okay. it, it's yeah. eye ca- it's ear catching. I should yeah, say it is eye catching as well. Yes, yeah. on our merch and stuff. But mm. you know, so yeah. You have merch. We do. We're actually we had a first round of what two shirts and a hat. Sick. Um, stickers and we've come out since with a second round of stickers we're coming out with a second round of hats and mm. shirts this new year so in nice, 2024 dude. we'll come out with some awesome. new do you have a website yeah it's getpureaf.com that will be in the description love it so if you want to check out his pure af 
what ministry counseling service, whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, it's yeah nonprofit. We just call it a, an organization. Well, well, if you want to check out his organization, it is in the description below. Or if you're on Spotify, it's above you. So that's confusing. That's confusing. It's very confusing. They'll figure it out. So 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 let's start off. Okay, so why did why did you start a ministry like this? I mean, I I, I think it's one of the most needed things in the church today. Mm-hmm. For sure. I, I I think the church is nervous about it. They don't know mm. what to do about it. They can preach about it, but you actually did something about it. And again, they're doing something about it. I'm not trying to right. diminish them. But they don't have the freedom you did. So, so tell us what happened and why did you do that? Yeah, that's a great question. So I was addicted to porn myself, um, was introduced really young, and just got hooked, man. Um, I grew up in a Christian home, so, hmm. and it's not, not just because it was a Christian home, but it was just the environment. You know, it was the 90s, late 90s, and so this, like, heavy Jesus movement. Hmm. A lot of mm-hmm. people weren't talking openly about sex or about sexual struggles obviously internet was starting to come into the home computers and technology was advancing so the access went from you know the occasional news uh, not newspaper but magazine occasional video Mm -hmm. popping around the house to you can jump on your computer slash phone and get it within seconds you know so as that was all happening it just it only took this behavior from a just an intrigue at first Mm -hmm. to a habit and then that habit formed eventually just blossomed into an addiction full-blown addiction so i was i was choosing it over much healthier alternatives Mm -hmm. right um that went on for years even as i was a pastor of the church um and and that was just again it was this thing i was hiding it was a secret Mm -hmm. um married had kids still hiding it had a secret a Mm -hmm. lot of secrets um and then in 20 oh man, what is it, 2016, mm-hmm. it all just kind of like broke down for me emotionally. Uh, my mental health just went to crap, like absolute garbage. Mm. I, was, I was feeling suicidal, dealing with suicidality, depression, anxiety, like almost every week was having wow. a major breakdown. Mm. You know how you have a breakdown maybe yeah. once a year-ish? Once a year, <laughs> yeah, like, normally. Oh, I, feel, I feel so bad, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Earlier like, today? I had one <laughs> yesterday, yeah. Dude, I'm, yeah, I get it. I had one recently. So, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I was having them on a weekly, and I just was like, this isn't right. And here mm-hmm. I am a Christian. Here I believe that Jesus has freedom available. I believe that God has, right. has you know, all these yeah. good things. You know all the verses. You're really, yeah, he's a really good te- a preacher. I could teach it. I, I know, can preach and teach. But at the end of the day, I didn't feel like I was experiencing it. All of this came to a head um, October 17th, 2016. Mm-hmm. And I was already seeing a counselor. Um, and she's like certified sexual addiction therapist. So she works mm-hmm. specifically with sex addicts. And, you know, I was expressing all these things to her. And she, she noticed in me, she's like, hey, you know, you've been trying it a certain way. You've mm-hmm. been trying to like you know, hey, I'm going to add a software to my phone, but right. I'm also going to be able to take it off whenever I want. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, I'm going to delete help. Instagram only to reinstall it an hour later <laughs> yeah. right. and then immediately delete it because it's the worst. Yeah, because yeah. that's like a 15-minute, uh, 15-second 15 block. Right. Yeah, that's well, slows 15 minutes for me. Yeah, for, I, <laughs> for us youngins, it's 15 seconds because everything's now, now, now. Yeah, I'm like, where? Insta right. what? <laughs> so... She saw this in me and she called it out. She was like, That's she just awesome. literally called mm. me on all my crap. She's like, listen, dude, you have been doing a very like half-assed version of recovery. Yeah. 
if you want to go all in, now's the time. Try it. And yeah. so she kind of gave me this, not ultimatum. My wife gave me an ultimatum for right. sure, which was like, you get this crap handled or I'm outie. Hello. It's kind of interesting how strong so few words from a wife can be. Oh. The right words at the right time, dude, that'll straighten you out right <laughs> Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. So I started. Don't hit me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I started this recovery process then, and I, I just celebrated seven years in recovery uh, last week, Holla. last, oh my last gosh. Tuesday. Yeah. So that is where it all started for me. I walked through this long journey of recovery, mm-hmm. healing, not only my sexual behavior, but also my mind, my heart, my soul. Ultimately yeah. had a lot of childhood trauma I needed to work through. Mm. Um, I had a lot of current, you know, insecurities and issues, pride, and right. all, all these things needed addressing. So, mm. so what actually did you do for your, I don't want to call it your first step, but what was the first step to getting set free from? Yeah, number one, I an mean, addiction. Yeah, porn yeah. being this yeah. one we're talking about. Yeah, number one, and I think this is true of any addiction is you have to literally come to that that place of, holy crap, mm-hmm. this this is bad. This is a problem. This, this is sucks. this is not just a, like oh I got this bad habit, which is where my mind was at, mm-hmm. and then on those on those days, those early days, it was like oh no, this is this is bad bad mm-hmm. like. It's like going, hey, I have a cough and a cold versus, hey, I have cancer. Right, you know, okay. Something needs to happen. Yes. And that shift took place in me um, as I realized, my counselor helped me to realize this isn't the normal way to live. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to live this way. Yeah. This isn't what God has for you. This isn't how other people normally live. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's number one. You got to recognize, ultimately, it's, you know, that the old adage, like, you have to admit you have a problem. Mm-hmm. And that's where we got to come to. Yeah. Number one, quick follow up to, to that is mm-hmm. you go, got to go somewhere for help. You can't figure it out on your own. Mm-hmm. You'll try. You won't. No, <laughs> you yeah. know, no cool. offense to you, whoever you are. But mm-hmm. you as, as an addict, as an a, a, uh, alcoholic, mm-hmm. it, porn is a whole different animal. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, there's, it's different. It is. Um, because it, it deals with your mind, right? Mm. For sure. Yeah, sure. and it's one of those that you can keep a secret, very, very hidden, and very few people, if nobody, will ever know about it. Mm-hmm. You could keep that on the DL, and you don't and just... walk up to somebody and say, "Oh, hey, by the way, well, you got a porn problem?" Right? Yeah, yeah. people don't and say that. That's right? the thing is, nobody really talks. But when about when you're it. drunk, falling on your face, and you got a black eye, and your nose busts, and someone might say, "You might have a drinking problem." Are yeah. you drunk? Yeah, <laughs> pretty sure. Huh? So this is why I think it's it's able to go on for so long. So you talked about it earlier, like in the church realm, this is why it's been such a struggle for the church to address, I believe, because it's it's elusive. Hmm. We have pastors of, you know, lead pastors of, of huge churches coming forward. Across saying, the nation. Across the mm-hmm. world saying, yeah, yeah. hey, I've had, you know, I've been sleeping around for 20 years. Mm-hmm. I've had this porn issue for blah, 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 blah. And, right. and good on them for finally hopefully coming clean and getting yeah, healthy sure. and, and restoring their, their lives and their marriages. But ultimately, <clears throat> people aren't addressing it, period, because mm-hmm. we don't know what to do with it. So we mm-hmm. kind of just, you know what, like we'll we'll tap on it, we'll talk about it, and we'll call it lust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is if you sit in church, you'll hear a message about lust, mm-hmm. or you'll hear reference to things you shouldn't, like they'll say, you know things you shouldn't be looking at online, and that'll be the reference point. <laughs> yeah. And then, they, yeah. then we quickly hear skirt forward. Everybody knows what they're talking about. Nobody, Nobody bats wants an eye to and say they just it. move forward. Yeah. Move forward. Just look. It's like when you're yeah. in, the, in the bathroom. Just look straight forward. Yeah. Don't look to the right or left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Women don't know what we're talking about. It's no, a man thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so this is this is ultimately Why do you say those I think what the church struggles with is like what what do we do here? And mm-hmm. they don't know what to do and so they don't do much. Which is the benefit mm-hmm. that you the it's not the right word, benefit. The, you're in a great place because you mm-hmm. can you can call you can say it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's I get true. to. Nobody's so, firing you because they hired you to, yeah, to right. help them. Yeah. Well, and this is what's crazy is I sit with a client or I sit with a group of guys that we're leading or I'll go speak at a church or go do this, you know, whatever, like whatever it is that we're doing. And we go there mm-hmm. every once in a blue moon, not often, but every once in a blue moon, somebody will get their, their feathers ruffled and they'll get frustrated or right. they'll be offended by yep. whether it's the topic, we shouldn't be talking about this at church or mm. something like that. Or if it's a one-on-one client and I call something out in them and they don't like that. Um, it, what's crazy to me, well, and it's not crazy as much as I'm just like, but you asked me to be here, right? Like you wanted this, <laughs> yeah. you paid me to be your, <laughs> to be your recovery coach, uh, yeah. to, to call you on your garbage. Mm-hmm. So let's go there. Now we do it in compassion. We do it in love. It's not abrasive and aggressive, yeah. but it's, it's gotta be said, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, some people love that and. Honestly, the people who love it, they they thrive in it. They right. heal, and and it's been really a gift to be able to watch people walk mm-hmm. it out. Like I've been able to walk it out. Yes. Um, some people hate it, and usually it's because they're hiding something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one of those things where you have to be very blunt about it. Mm-hmm. You have to just confront. Like there is no hiding it in the fog. Like I was listening to, I saw Dr. Jordan Peterson live. I don't know if you know who that is. Love that guy. He's awesome. I saw one of his you lectures. Love that guy. I do love that guy. Yeah. I really. Yeah, it's that's right up my alley. And I went to see one of his lectures live and it was talking about one of the chapters in his book. And he had like a new 12 rules for life. The chapter was leave nothing in the fog. Mm-hmm. And I it's crazy because you'd think you go to see a lecture from Jordan Peterson and you're just kind of like starstruck and dazzled by the fact that it's Jordan Peterson. And you retain nothing. Mm-hmm. I actually got a lot out of it. Because it was, I mean, it was a very simple message. And of course, he just went on and on. And he used his crazy hand movements as he does. But the idea was you you leave nothing in the fog and you, you don't avoid issues because those things will eat you up from the inside. For sure. So you have to bring it to the light and confront it. Because the only way to address the issue is to just be honest and tell the truth about it. Yeah. So for an issue like this... Do you find that people have an issue with bringing the full truth to the light in like your counseling sessions and things like that? Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So this is, I I always say it like this, like the fact that I am either hiding something, lying about something or giving a half truth, like Mm -hmm. using deception, um, that allows me to keep my addiction alive. Right. So part of it says, hey, socially, I'm safe because now I don't have to be ostracized. I don't mm-hmm. have to be, get divorced. I don't have to offend or hurt my spouse or partner. Right. Um, and this goes for men and women. I, there's no, nowadays, the, the line of sexual struggle between a, a man or a woman, it's kind of irrelevant now. That mm-hmm. line is becoming so blurred. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, this wow. is, if you're out there listening, man or woman, uh, or somewhere in between, that at the end of the day, like everybody struggles mm-hmm. in some fashion, right? Yeah. And and it's not you're not crazy, you're not broken, you're not busted. If mm. you're a woman and you struggle sexually, welcome. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. It is okay. Yeah, you're That's not fine. the only one out there. Yeah, right. I promise. Absolutely. We see you. No. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> not actually, not but actually. you know. No. Like, we see a phone. That's what we see. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, well, in, in the high school group, and you would know this mm-hmm. too, but even in the two or three years that you've been gone from the high school group, mm-hmm. the world's changed. It's oh just gosh. changing. Oh, yeah. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah. I mean, and you've been a volunteer there. Do you see mm-hmm. a, a problem with the with the with church kids being addicted or Yeah. Um well, yeah. I mean, and that's the thing is when you say I see a problem, people immediately turn it off cuz they're like, I don't have a problem or like that's personally offensive to my being. What and you, you wouldn't be problem? talking about my little Johnny. No, 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 absolutely no, not. not. My Johnny. child's perfect. Yeah. Right. No, not yeah. Johnny. No, Johnny's good. No, Jimmy. but everybody else. Jimmy. That, kid, that, Jimmy. that, that, that little piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, Whoa. keep him out of our house. Yeah. And but I want Johnny, him out of the youth group. You probably had parents tell other, go ahead, I'm sorry. But Johnny is an angel. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Have you had people say, like, we don't want this discussed with the youths? Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah. Well, so it was, you know, when I was working at a church, it was a matter of, well, we need to go there, but we need to, this is always the terminology used, we need to to keep the innocent innocent. Right. Mm-hmm. Which I totally understand. I get it. Um, mm. Nowadays, looking statistically, the innocent aren't innocent for very long. Mm. Because the average age of exposure now is nine years old. Oh, oh my goodness okay. gracious. So nine yeah. years old is when kids are being exposed to hardcore pornography. Not mm. only is it that they're being exposed to sex or the idea of sex, they're being mm. exposed to the most toxic, unrealistic version of it. Right. So, yeah, we should keep the innocent innocent that's, while they're in elementary school. That's scary. That's scary stuff. There you I go. Say Good shit. I see Good what you did Well, there. you yeah, just said it. That's well. very <laughs> scary stuff because it just... That scares me. Well, here's the yeah. thing. Okay, so I've been doing a lot of, you know, now that I'm doing it full time, I'm, I'm doing a lot more research on why is sex, or, or let's go to the, the next level, why is lust mm. actually not good for us? Okay. We understand the Bible tells us this, and that's great. Mm-hmm. No offense to the Bible or God, but why though? Like, mm. why actually? Why is it a problem? Why right. actually? Mm. Okay. Right? And so, I, I and I'm not the only one. There's so many other people who do research on this, who've mm-hmm. done, you know, they have articles written, books written. But ultimately, if you look at, like, the way that we're designed, we aren't designed for so much sexual toxicity. Mm-hmm. So now take that in an adult, and we can see how unhealthy that would be in any adult, right? Like, okay. sexual toxicity in a marriage won't work very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it disrupts quite a bit. Sexual toxicity, even in the workplace, people are getting Mm -hmm. fired because they're watching porn instead of working. Mm -hmm. They're cheating their bosses out of hours. Right. You know? Hello? Um, So as an adult, you can go, man, yeah, that sexual toxicity is really unhealthy. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's put that in a 10-year-old. Oh, my gosh. Let's -hmm. put that in a 12-year-old. Let's put that in a 15-year-old who literally is not done developing in the mind yet. They don't have that off switch that adults tend to have sometimes more than less than others. Right. <laughs> um, but there's something called the prefrontal cortex. Prefrontal mm-hmm. cortex isn't fully developed till you're 25. Prefrontal cortex is where you have logic and reasoning. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, like if you're going to have a deep conversation with the Holy Spirit and the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit's going to speak to you, it's going to be through the the means of your prefrontal. Mm-hmm. That's not developed till you're 25. So, so when I you're still 16, have a ways to go. yeah, you're not there yet. <laughs> it's, it's clear to me. I knew it. No, when you're 15, 16 years old yeah. and you go, man, 
porn is calling my name again mm-hmm. uh, or, or whatever sex is calling my name or partying is called or drugs or whatever mm-hmm. you lack the ability to put the brakes on and go, wait, is this really the smartest thing mm-hmm. now? Now your, you know, social and logical reasoning may come in to say, Hey, is this right? Mm-hmm. And you'll sit there and process for about a half a second. Right. No, it's not right. Are you going to do it anyway? Yeah, yes. definitely going to yeah. do it because you lack the ability. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Yes. Sexual toxicity, whether it's oh, porn, infidelity, okay. lust, even yeah. just in the brain, mm-hmm. it's not great for an adult. It's detrimental Worse for a, a student. Okay. Oh. Can I? Okay. I'm, we're going to go into a counseling session here. For Let's a do minute. it. Is that no, why no. when I, I started drinking when I was like 11 years old? Mm-hmm. Dang. So. We're not talking about juice, right? No, not juicy not juice. juice. Yeah, no, no, we're not, not, not the juice, juice box. Juice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so. I just didn't know. So I just didn't have the filter or the ability to stop. I mean, because I would be like, we're going to drink. I mean, yes. And I knew my yes. life was like, I, I, I had nothing but trouble my whole mm-hmm. youth. Yeah. Like people talk about, well, how was your youth? And they, hey, Chris, well. would you come and speak about, you know, <laughs> dating in seventh grade? Eh, you might not want me to do that. <laughs> I'm not going to be your guy. <laughs> I'm not your guy. Not the best example. But but I was like, yeah, I didn't understand why I didn't. I didn't have the switch. Is what you're saying the switch or the understanding of what was actually going on? The absolutely. addiction. Absolutely, absolutely, mm. yeah. So you were wow. using. I've never heard this. Before. Come on, here we go. We're learning. Let's go. We're learning. <laughs> We, you were using at 11, you were using alcohol to help curb the, the, the things pain. in life. Yeah, pain mm-hmm. or even like to celebrate a win, right? So we yeah. go to, you, they always say you go to your addiction when you're in pain or when you want to celebrate. Either mm-hmm. way, right? Okay. So if I'm feeling wow. good or I'm feeling miserable, yep. I go to my addiction. Yeah. Hmm. So at 11, absolutely, you lack the ability to say, hey, this probably isn't smart, right. you know? <laughs> The other night, my wife and I, we wanted to do a little social study uh, on our kids. So this is really helpful. Healthy parenting. Here's here's, here's what we did. We were sitting out by the fire. It was a beautiful night. Like mm-hmm. the one night in Florida, it's beautiful. Right. Yeah. Oh and so we're sitting out by the fire, and the kids are inside. My son's playing on the Switch. My, wa- my daughter's watching a movie. Mm-hmm. And she's like, man, it's getting late. We should probably get these kids to bed. It was a weekend, mind you. Mm-hmm. So we're not terrible parents. We're just not great parents. Let's <laughs> yeah. um, honest. And she's like, hey, so, you know, we should get them to bed. And I was like, you know what? I want to see how late they'll go. Hmm. If we don't stop them, how late will they stay up and play video games and watch TV? Hmm. I just want to know. Yeah. And I was like, are you down for that? She's like, yeah, let's go. Hmm. So we just let it ride. Yeah. We sat out there. It was probably 11 o'clock, 1130 by the time we went, went inside. Yeah. Because we're party animals. Eleven thirty. Yeah. Um, we're a parent of three kids, and my wife's pregnant. So eleven thirty is cow. like four a.m. for the rest of you. Yes. True. So anyway, we go inside. It's eleven thirty. They're still awake, mm-hmm. and they just think they're having the time of their lives. Right. Like they're loving it. Mom and Dad are letting us party. This Let's go. Right. <laughs> so we go to bed. We're like, all right, good night, guys. Love you. We go to bed. They're still watching stuff. Uh-huh. I wake up in the middle of the night to get the baby a bottle. I come out. Their TV still on, video game still on, but they both fell asleep. Uh, down. Okay. The next day, I, and the next day, my wife and I are like, "That was crazy. They were up till like midnight. This is nuts." Blah blah blah. Uh-huh. The next day, we paid for it. Like this social study. Oh yeah. Bit us in the patukas. Yeah. They had the crappiest attitudes. Ah. They treated us like garbage. Yeah. They were tired. They were exhausted. I thought I was going to be like, I'm going to show them. Watch this lesson. I'm going to, dude. <laughs> Boom. It blew Stop. up in no. my face. Stop. It so the love of God. It blew up in my face so bad. But that is just an example. Kids mm-hmm. don't have the off switch. Uh, they don't. And so now we're introducing these 
toxic sexual toxic sexual addictions yeah videos and yeah. and they're oh, seeing yeah. it and and it starts out as intrigue, right? You don't go from mm-hmm. not addicted to addicted, right? right. That's not how that yeah. works. It yeah. starts out as intrigue, which is natural in a mm-hmm. young kid. But then that intrigue immediately turns into a habit. And then that, when you form a habit and it becomes mm-hmm. habitual, and again, you don't have the off, off switch, mm-hmm. addiction is right around the corner. Let me change a, change a question. So we've got a lot of people that aren't born again Christians that are just like got their toe in the water that's listening. Yeah, you know, thanks for watching. Welcome. But, um, and so they're going, how come this isn't really a problem for me? Why is this such a mm-hmm. big problem for Christians? And it's not, or it doesn't seem like a problem to a non-Christian. Will it become, it's, it, it doesn't matter mm-hmm. whether you believe in anything. Yeah. Because there's, there's more to it yeah. than the spiritual side. So someone would say, oh, it's, it's, your, it's your religion. They don't let you do that. Mm-hmm. No. But this porn thing, it's, it's a lot more yeah deeper than just your spiritual life absolutely yeah i mean yeah it would be like saying well alcoholism is reserved for mm-hmm. christians right non-christians don't struggle like that right no like it does not matter whether mm-hmm. you're a buddhist christian anything mm-hmm. this is a this is a human struggle right that's a good word for and that's it. how we say it like this isn't a man's struggle mm-hmm. this isn't a woman's struggle it's a human struggle mm-hmm. okay. it's not in a it's not a teen struggle. A lot of times I get these older folks. No offense, Chris. Um, <laughs> you know, him being I get, 85. I get these. <clears throat> oh, God. I get these Listen, older I folks. I got the nicest phone of all of them. I just want to say that. Whatever, dude. Very good. Very good. Cry I don't know how to turn that damn thing on. But. He's like, I go to the Apple <laughs> lessons every week. Yeah, right. And I learn how to Chris, use Safari. Yeah. Chris is like, Tommy at the Apple store teaches me. No. Sorry. Sorry. We're not. This isn't a roast, but it could be. It could easily be. But it's not. We could go that way. All right. No, so the older people. So older people will often talk to me. Yeah, man, these kids these days, and da 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 da. And I was like, you know, and I'll, I'll, you know, I'm pretty open. I'll be like, mm-hmm. well, it's not just kids. Actually, statistically, you know, it shows that you know a lot of porn users are 50, 60, 70 plus. Mm-hmm. 70 plus. Um, yeah, I mean, so progressively as you get older, the the porn use goes down. Right. However, um, when I first started my recovery, I joined uh, a fellowship of sexaholics anonymous here mm-hmm. in my area i was the youngest guy by 30 years what? surrounded by guys in their 60s and 70s wow mm-hmm. hmm. so yeah people have this there's so many stigmas surrounding mm-hmm. this well that's a kid problem that's right. a teen problem mm. yeah Yo, you're when you're young you're just real horny and you just mm-hmm. got to get over that you know right. <laughs> get it out of your system is ultimately what people think <laughs> That's trash, yeah. dude. That is just not true. Right. So there's just so many stigmas. I think we could t- we could talk days around how many yeah. stigmas there are when it comes to sex, porn, yeah. and all of this stuff. But stigmas ultimately are what's keeping people in secret, hiding it. Well, I'm mm. the only one. I'm probably the only 16 year old that struggles. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> oh boy. I'm I'm probably the only pastor in my church that struggles. Mm-hmm. I, I promise you that you're not. I, I used to think that very, very same thing. Mm. You're not. 50% of the pastors at your church are struggling. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Uh, 65% of the youth pastors in the church are struggling. Oh, okay. Okay. So, um, yeah. I mean, it's stigmas are just garbage. Mm-hmm. So, what, what, what are we, <clears throat> excuse me, what are we going to do? As, That's as, a great question, man. As what are we going to do? People that want, I, I, I want people to be better. Yeah. I want them to be. I want them to be set free. Jesus said, "I came to set the captives free." Yeah. I mean, that's his promise. Mm-hmm. He said he'd do that. Yeah. And so I think he uses 
believers mm-hmm. that are like, oh, I'm enlightened to share this newfound freedom they have. Mm-hmm. But here you got a guy like me. I'm like, I, I don't like, I don't like going to him because that's not, I, I'm an, I'm I'm addicted to alcohol. Mm-hmm. I can be addicted to porn or soft porn, which is legal, right? Is well, soft porn legal? No, we can get into that. That's a that's a loaded. <laughs> He's like, right, let's go down this alley that Separate. turns into a highway. Yeah, yeah. right. No, I, yeah. Do you want to go there so, right now? Yeah, so tell us what okay. soft porn yeah. is. Okay, so traditionally soft porn would have been that stuff you watch on HBO at like 2 a.m., right? Where mm-hmm. you're, you're seeing some nudity, but you're right. not literally watching somebody stick something in something. Right. right. That's ultimately what soft porn <laughs> that's is. The, okay. That's the that's, crossing the line. That's the definition. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's something the clinical. Something, you can yeah. Google it. That's the clinical definition. Okay. Sure. Okay. It's not. I made that up. Um, Cameron. Yeah, Cameron Gamzo definition. Uh-huh. Um, so what ultimately I ask the question, though, is what is your porn? Mm. So mm. is that Instagram reels? Right. Is that uh, Pinterest board? Is that, I know. Pe- people giving, go to I, Pinterest boards I'm giving for that people stuff? ideas. They're like, oh, yeah, I, oh, I can no. do that. Uh, is that on Reddit? I mean, is that yeah. is that OnlyFans? Like, where? What is your porn? Mm-hmm. And and so you mean like it doesn't have to be sexual? It could be just I'm addicted to this. Well, that's definitely visually. a reality. That's another whole subject. That's a whole mm-hmm. thing yeah. for sure. Right. But but I mean, even in the realm of sexual, like sexual okay. struggles, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be porn for it to be toxic. Okay. So that's the question. What's, What's your, your porn? porn? Mm-hmm. If you have an answer, period, it's worth exploring. Yeah help is worth exploring yeah. because something has a grip on you. Mm-hmm. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, whatever, dude. Even just taking extra looks mm-hmm. at the at the girl or guy walking by, like that's the kind of stuff mm. that gets us stuck and then we get stuck up where in our heads yeah. and we're alone and so we isolate mm-hmm. and shame cycles come in and it just perpetuates. It just gets worse yeah. by ourselves. Mm. So yeah, to answer your loaded question, <laughs> Anything could be porn, right? In in the sense that if it's unhealthy, it's not good for you. It mm-hmm. just doesn't have to. It, you know, we the old definition would be you have to see nakedity. Yeah, nakedity. Nakedity. I like nakedity. <laughs> Write that one down. Yeah. And so, like, for example, on a, a Facebook, I know I'm old, <laughs> dude. You're just <laughs> but there'll, there'll be right reels here. of of mm-hmm. some sensual thing going on. Right. No. Oh, yeah. No. No TNA, you know, TNA. but <laughs> this guy, I'm not swearing today. No, yeah, you're good. You're getting no there. TNA. Uh, but, uh, but, but there's a, there's a, a movement happening in your yeah. spirit mm-hmm. and, and you can keep on rolling. Right. And, mm-hmm. and God has recently, I always say, Oh, I don't have a porn problem. Well, yeah, but you're, you're like walking Definition. up to the line yes. and, oh, yeah. and putting your toe there. And I'll be like, okay, I got to stop this. This right. is, cause this is bringing out something in my brain. Right. Yes. And mm-hmm. that's the problem is it's not the level of, of explicitness. That okay. You're watching, that's a good answer. Right. It, yeah. It's really like, where is your brain going? If you're yes. entering into that space, there's, there's a reason why. And this is the thing too. We got to look at it. We all run towards these things and Christians call them sins, mm-hmm. but in general, they just, they're things, right? right? We run towards these things for what? And this is the, this is really where I try to get with my clients. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why do you go to this thing? Like, what about mm-hmm. it? Well, mm-hmm. well, it, you know, I just, I need to have sex and my wife doesn't want to have sex 
or you know, I'm I'm single, and so that's why I watch porn and masturbate, or that's why I read these novels and and you know, masturbate to them or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, but but the reality is, sexual like sexual desire, natural, mm-hmm. normal, totally a, a valid component. Sure, it's not everything though. Mm-hmm. So what is it that's driving you back to this thing, regardless of how it makes you feel, yeah. regardless of how it makes your partner feel? Right. I had, there was this one previous job, nondescript, I won't say which one, but I remember we, there was this conversation that came up with, you know, I'm, I think pretty much the only believer there and all of the coworkers there were having this conversation of like, what is actually like losing your virginity? Like, what is the line? Mm. And so they were like, well, I don't think that like oral sex is this, but I think that once you have penetrative sex, then that's losing your virginity. And it's like. Well, then what about that? And so they're like having this conversation and like trying to draw the line in the sand. And so they, you know, of course, they finally turned to me, the guy that they all know is the, the one Christian. They're like, what do you think is losing your virginity? And so my, I could have easily been like, well, I think losing your virginity is this, but it's not this. I could have given them an answer, but I felt that there was something deeper to the conversation. And to go off of what you were saying, it really, it kind of struck me to like, kind of flip it a little bit on its head, you know, me being the intellectual that I am. I was like... Big brain. Right. Big brain. It was big brain time. So I flipped my big brain switch and I said, I feel like it's not... That's why he sits in the middle. <laughs> That's why it's all about me right now. I get front and center. So I was like, I feel like the the question isn't what is losing your virginity. I feel like there's a deeper question that we're trying to ask here. And there's like a there's something else beyond what is losing your virginity. Why are we asking this question? It's like, mm. well, for me, I think it's what can I get away with? What is something that I can draw the line so that I can get as close to the line as possible? Like, can I get to the line and reach my arm over but not step over it? Yeah. And so I was thinking, maybe it's not about what is losing your virginity. I think the question that we're trying to answer here, guys, is what can I get away with? And they're like, no, of course you would say that. I'm like, and I just kind of left it at that. I was like, I, you know, I define losing your virginity and kind of to the point of like what is porn for some people is it's like if there's a a sexual intent if you're trying to satisfy some sexual desire whether or not it is the classical definition of porn i think that it can be absolutely and so for us trying to draw the line there's a deeper heart problem of what can i get away with yeah and you probably want to address that most definitely Most want definitely. to address that. But yeah. that's usually not what gets people in the door, mm-hmm. to be honest. When I'm sitting with a client, that's not what got them here. Mm-hmm. Um, what gets them here is, you know, I, most most often it's I got caught. I got found out. Right. Uh, my wife or my partner, my husband, my girlfriend, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it'll it'll come down to, like, at the end of the day, beyond just getting caught, do you want to actually get clean? Mm-hmm. Like, do you want to get help? Do you, do you want to get well? That's that, that verse. Right. So Jesus is, is, you you would think like, duh. Yeah, right. And you know, it's crazy. I mean, almost 100% of the people I ask that question to, yeah, absolutely I do. Mm -hmm. The proof is in the pudding when I see them for about a week or two and then they disappear. Mm. Or when, you know, hey, it's maybe time to get rid of the phone. Whoa, 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 hey. Get rid of the phone. I do my banking on that phone and... uh, (laughs) I know I have a laptop. Not that I can't do that at home. An iPad at home, but I just I do my banking, (laughs) and it's just so much easier. So I don't. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, like you know, let's backtrack to that question. Do you want to get well? Do you want to get well? 
How committed are you to this? So this is, this is as you can imagine, like it's a struggle because mm-hmm. I, ha- I want to help people get to that place, but I can't just shove them into it. All right. right you want to get well? Boom. Here you go. Good Here's luck. one, two, three. You know, it's not the, tw- not, it's not the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous. Mm-hmm. It's not. Although that work. The, yeah, the step but, programs but, are great. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah. you still have to make it. Oh, you still have to buy the, the steps. You have to find out what they are. Even mm-hmm. then, the, this like even with the step it. programs, people they have to be willing to admit I've got a yeah. problem. And then number two, what is it? They have to be willing to like extend a hand and say I need help. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So that's ultimately yeah that's kind of what we face. Right. Culturally, this is a. Is a big conversation. Y'all want to oh, wrap sure. this up in 40 minutes. So we could be here for days, oh, like yeah. I said. But yeah. I, I think ultimately people in general are finding themselves struggling. On which level? I don't really care. Yeah. I don't care if it's a lot or if it's a little or if you think it's a lot or they think mm-hmm. it's a lot. Or if you're struggling, you're struggling. Mm-hmm. I would say get help. Yeah. You know? I, I always used to hear people say, well, I don't know if I have an alcohol problem. And I'd say, well, does alcohol cause you problems? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Well, then you have an alcohol problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If your porn is causing you problems, then you have a porn problem. Right. Yeah. It gets in the way uh, of things. Yeah. Simple as it may be. If your sexual behavior causes you issues, period. You right? got issues. Yeah. If it's infidelity, if it's flirting, if it's whatever. Mm-hmm. If you got issues because of those issues, you got issues. <laughs> it's and, worth looking and at. And I think every young person, mm-hmm. uh, and you, you probably deal with it all the time, right? With other with, young... With, with porn. You probably watch it like every day, right? Well, sorry. Sorry, Will's mom. We're not yeah, there. my mom watches this. You guys know that, right? <laughs> no, no, no. When you talk to other people your age, you're, you're in that, that age group. Mm-hmm. Um, do they talk about it or do they, do they? We, we have we have napkins just so my we wife doesn't, she doesn't beat us. Um <laughs> So uh, young people, but young people, you're I mean, you're involved in mm-hmm. this age group that has really been raised in the computer. Yes. You've always had a computer. even you. you, yeah. you there was a time when you didn't have a computer in your house. Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah. I so, you know, Gen Z, that's my people. That's us. Us youngins. I didn't realize this until recently. There's another younger generation now. Gen Alpha. These are like the iPad kids. Yeah. So like your kids, kids age, yeah. yeah, not calling your kids iPad kids, no, but they are, they have an iPad. <laughs> they don't. wouldn't, they don't have an iPad. No, God, no. Thank you. Correct answer. Cause but, I'm not a crappy parent. <laughs> Sorry. Just, yeah, you they stay up toys. all night. They stay up all night <laughs> drinking and smoking <laughs> while me and the wife are in bed making our fourth so child pass out. <laughs> Whoa. Real, no, but well, we do have a fourth child. coming. That's crazy. That you congratulations, have, by the way. Yeah, thank Congrats. you. Yeah. It's like, I remember when his first kid was born. I'm like, I'm getting old. Okay. No, but Gen Mute. Alpha is this generation of iPad kids. And it's like, everybody always complains about Gen Z and all oh, these stupid kids that were raised with technology. It's terrible. That, But I'm even more worried about Gen Alpha who are raised with the iPad. So yeah. I was raised still with like Windows XP. Like I remember the dial-up tone. I still remember the... <laughs> and that was how the computer started. You did that pretty good. Thank you. Because I you grew up with it. I told you. <laughs> Proof is in the pudding. Not a sound effect, folks. Only, that was real. It, that was, it was, me. It was an only child. That's what only <laughs> oh, child. That's why it you have shows. four kids. Because it's right. Because you don't want me. Yeah. We're like, at least one of these kids will work out well. Or a <laughs> collective of all four of them together will create at least one, one of decent good. human. Yeah, right. Just morph all of their talents together. Yeah. Like, I remember when the computers were about like a foot deep. 
Yeah. And so that was very limited technology. It was hard to have access to as much information. But obviously, you know, as I got into middle school, I had like iPod and stuff like that. But these kids with their instant gratification, the Gen Alpha kids are very much marked with like this new stimuli, instant gratification. I need more dopamine hits. And so a lot of the people are worried that when these kids are just thrown in front of an iPad when they want the kid to shut up. And I mean, if this happens, it's I'm not we're not judging or anything, but there are effects and I'm I am worried of what these younger kids will grow up acting like because of their they're being raised with this instant gratification mm-hmm. mindset. And so for us youngins it's like what can we do to prevent some of this? Do you have do you have the answer, Cameron Gans? Oh, yeah. What are some of the things that we can do to anticipate a problem like that? Yeah, definitely have the answer for sure. Mm. Um, yeah. Well, good. That'll I mean, be 1995. <laughs> yeah. Well, weekly, 1995 a week for the answer. Uh-huh. Uh, no, I I really believe that it boils down to a um, uh, like a tolerance level. Mm-hmm. We struggle with tolerance mm. now, not like social tolerance, pain tolerance. Mm. Okay, so there is a there's a reality that says my emotional tolerance has a limit. Right. I can deal with so much stress. Granted, when I was 10, I could only deal with, you know, X amount of stress. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm an adult, I can deal with like slightly more. Slightly just, more. Not much, but <laughs> just a little bit more. Tiny bit more. Right. Now, these kids growing up with iPads and, and TV or screens in general, for mm-hmm. one, as, as an alternative to actual care, like taking care of their right. issues emotionally or otherwise, um, but two is like a form of entertainment. Like we find all of our entertainment via screens, mm-hmm. right? Like we watch TV, movies. Yeah. Like I said, we bank on there. Like we do it all on mm-hmm. the device. Ultimately, what we're teaching is you don't have to have pain tolerance. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have emotional tolerance because you can use this thing to help curb your pain. Yeah. Like you said, the dopamine hits come mm-hmm. in and I no longer need to actually deal with these issues. Mm-hmm. That I think is going to be... Uh, a problem that we see you're yeah. going to see you know we, we look at this generation right the the gen zers right mm-hmm. and you say oh zoomers they're so they're so uh entitled mm-hmm. and people said that about millennials as well well yeah. just wait it'll keep happening more yeah. and more and more uh-huh. because ultimately we're not teaching people how to be be emotionally tolerant mm-hmm. we're not teaching people how to emotionally regulate so is that like the same word as like being able to process yes what's going on in my life without turning to something. Yes. So mm-hmm. you got to think like everything is oh. kind of on a continuum. So everybody oh. experiences anxiety, every yeah. single person. I'm having anxiety right now. Fair <laughs> yeah. Every single person experiences anxiety. However, somebody who's diagnosed with uh, the disorder of anxiety mm-hmm. is going to live at a higher level on an, on any given day mm-hmm. than somebody who doesn't deal with the disorder anxiety. Right. So it's a continuum, but somebody mm-hmm. like I have, I have been diagnosed with anxiety. So my anxiety lives at a higher level at a normal day. Mm-hmm. So now when I feel extra anxious, it yeah. starts to go up through the roof. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean that some have anxiety and some don't. Some have depression and some don't. Mm-hmm. Some have struggles and some don't. Right. We all have these things, but yeah. have I learned well how to handle them? Mm. And I think that's ultimately the struggle that we face. My wife will say she read, uh, again, 
we refer to Joyce all the time. Yes, she's, she's, she's the wiser one here. She's wise. She tells us what to say. She's the the non-present yeah, like yeah. voice. Yes, yeah. Yeah. the yeah. all-present uh, voice. But she it. says this all the time. She says, "Thoughts take time." Oh man. And oh, and man. and people were like, "Well, how did you?" Well, I kind of sat on my back porch with nothing in my hand, mm-hmm. nothing yeah. in my eyes, mm-hmm. and just thought mm. and spent time doing that. Mm-hmm. I've kind of changed my verbiage a little bit from, you know, for, again, in the Christian circles, we use prayer often as, you know, what are you doing while I'm praying? Or you need to be praying. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I, I've transitioned my verbiage to meditate. Mm. I meditate. You know, I need to meditate on my, mm-hmm. my thoughts. Okay. Yeah. And I need to meditate on God. Mm-hmm. Meditation is, is, to me, it's, I mean, yes, it's the practice of clearing your mind from right. you know, distraction and this and that. But it's not that you have nothingness going on. It's that yeah. you have a focused, intentional um, processing happening, a peaceful processing, right? Mm-hmm. We're not talking about problem solving. We're talking about a processing taking place. You're exactly yeah. right, man. Well, Joyce is exactly yeah, right. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and you, you, and we're going to wrap it up with this, this, uh, this Tim Jennings book you talked about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's about your mind. So your mind can fix itself is what you're saying. Yeah, totally. So mm-hmm. well, you, your, your brain is going to fix your addiction, whether it's, porn whether it's alcohol mm-hmm. whatever whatever it may be you can fix that there's hope there oh absolutely so let me yes. let me just clarify your your brain can't fix itself but mm-hmm. you can fix it so willingly like intentionally you have to put the work in mm-hmm. and when you invite god in it's extremely beneficial so if Holla. you try to do addiction Go recovery figure. without god good luck mm-hmm. but when you bring god into the picture it dramatically changes mm-hmm. the brain yeah. And so there's something called neuroplasticity. Neuroplasticity hey, is yeah. simply the, the brain's ability to transform literally until the day you die. It continues to change yeah. for better or for worse. Mm. So in the same way that I've created these habits, I've created these addictions and these neuro circuits have been connecting for years mm-hmm. with porn. I can change that so that now when I feel stress, yeah. instead of thinking about porn, mm. now I think about, man, when can I call Travis? Mm. I need to call him. I need to talk it out with this guy. But it takes work. Oh my God. Oh my I mean, seven years, like I said, like yeah. I've been in it seven years. They say statistically two to five years hmm. of active recovery work is, is what it takes to become free, quote unquote, free, free. Yeah. I've been in it seven years and I'm not, it's not that I'm done. Like you're right. not done. Yeah. You know, God is still doing mm. work in me. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah. One thing you've always, I mean, cause you kind of raised me dad. No. But <laughs> one thing that you always okay told me. <laughs> maybe they'll take his kids away from him now now that you said that yeah. weirdo Great. yeah one one thing that you always taught me when I was doing youth ministry is you never arrive there is no yeah. I'm done now yeah. like the the wandering in the desert for the Israelites led them to Israel but there was no all right now the story is over they they arrived in Israel and then happily ever after it's like yeah. no that's where it started yeah. yeah so for I mean any aspect of life for me it was different obviously but for any aspect of life there is no i have arrived i'm on the world stage and i throw my arms up and then i bow and then i've finished yeah and then i go in the back and then i i die or something i don't know you you never finish until you're dead right? you're right you're right i struggle with that but yeah mm-hmm. the same guy that taught you that struggled yeah, with that dude that's how it works well it's and it happens you know i, I honestly i've been sober 44 years wow i haven't touched a drop of alcohol in Baller. 44 years my kids come around and my kids drink and I'm like, mm-hmm. maybe I could drink with them. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
because now I'm better. And I'm like, well, I probably, well, I am better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But do I want what comes with alcohol for me? Right. And, and, I, and maybe, maybe it wouldn't affect me at all. Mm-hmm. But maybe it would. Exactly. So I'm going to kind of go on. Like I got a pretty good the thing going on. The air I'm going. Not. I got a pretty good thing going on being sober. Mm. So mm-hmm. I think I'm going to go ahead with the thing that's actually worked. Yeah. Yeah. And you're talking longevity now, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. somebody who's experienced some sobriety, whether it's from porn or alcohol, otherwise, mm. is like, dude, stay in it. Yes. yes. Don't let yeah. yourself slip back. Mm-hmm. Finish well. My pastor used to always say, mm-hmm. "We want to finish well." Absolutely. How do we? Okay. So first of all, we've got to ask him to come back. Oh, yeah. I mean, okay. this I mean, conversation this is like could crazy. keep going. I'd, yeah. I'd love to come back, for sure. Um, I'll bring friends. But how, oh, how, oh. Do, we, how do we, how do we, how do we, I'm sorry, I gotta, I'm off. How do you, you forget? You can, you can text no, me. No, I had a, we had a conversation <laughs> earlier, and I'm like, okay, I've, it went into my mind. Who cares? Um, how, do, how do people get a hold of you? I mean, if they want help, they can, yeah. they can counsel with you by zoom or by yeah so if you're in the yeah we're in the bradenton area so if you're in the sarasota bradenton mm-hmm. area yeah. um then we can we can work in person or through zoom um so i work only with men but on our team we also have a woman uh, her name is g she works with all the women who struggle with with g. sexual infidelity stuff or, or pornography infidelity everything in between so mm-hmm. um yeah whether you're a man or a woman you struggle uh reach out we're in the area if you're out of this area like um Lebanon, Taiwan, Taiwan. Yeah, I've got, I've got somebody in Taiwan. Yeah, Zoom, easy. Um, Timbuktu, Timbuktu. Yeah, we'll yeah. do Timbuktu. <laughs> Hala. Uh, for sure, for sure. Uh, we don't work with Europe. I'm just kidding. We love Europe. <laughs> we hate you. No, come on. Um, no. So you can connect with us on our website, getpuraf.com. Actually, there's a new here page. It's really Ooh. we try to make it really easy. So there's a button right on our homepage. Mm-hmm. You know, start your journey here. Click. And then there's a little form you fill out just to get us, you know, we get your information and then we connect you with the right coach, whether it's myself or G, uh, or if it's a group, we have Mm. groups that are going on throughout the year as well. So we got options, but you got to make the first step. You can check out the website, getpraf.com. That's good. Step one, admitted to ourselves. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. And And then then admitted to someone that we get some help. And he's the guy that you can talk to. He's been a good yeah. friend of mine for the last 15 minutes. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he was one of the first people that welcomed me in when we moved down here in Florida. And oh, I really? have an amazing life. I mean, I, yeah. I said, yeah, hey, can I help with the youth? And he's like, well, maybe we want to meet you in person and, yeah. and uh, vet yeah. you first. No, it's been great knowing you, Jeff. Yeah. For and, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Anything to wrap up there, Will? Uh, no. Well, uh, Jeremy, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. <laughs> Nobody knows who we're talking about anymore. No, everything has gone up in the air. But yeah, this has been a great conversation. We're going to love to have you back on once we inevitably do. Again, if you want to reach him, the website will be in the description, whether you're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, if you're weird, or YouTube. And, or ask us in person if you see us. Say, yeah. hey, I need help. Yeah. yeah. And we'll, we'll point you in the right direction. That's Chris's superpower no is he redirects to people that are experts I'll very hook, well. I'll hook you Dude, up. Networking uh-uh. guru. Let's literally, go. Literally. Literally. <laughs> But, cool. but if you if you're having a problem and you know you know you got a problem, yeah, you do. it's pretty obvious. And if you, you want to get track. better, there's hope. You yes. can get better. There's mm-hmm. hope. My friends. Here comes our lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good segue. See yeah. you, man. It's time to be done. God bless. Next week, see ya. Boom. All right. All righty, dude. That was good. I'm gonna continue to speak into the microphone that I have to pee so bad. So bad.